Welcome to EJB Talks, Rutgers Blaustein School Experts in Policy, Planning, and Health, where we talk with our faculty and staff experts, as well as students, about how the fields of public policy, urban planning, public health, health administration, and public and urban informatics affect your lives. Welcome to the fifth season of EJB Talks. Welcome back. I'm Stuart Shapiro, the Associate Dean of Faculty at the Blaustein School, and the purpose of this podcast is to highlight the work my colleagues and our alumni in the fields of planning, policy, and health are doing to make the world, the country, and New Jersey a better place. Today, we're very happy to be speaking with Jim Bach, an alum of our world-ranked urban planning program, who is involved with the redevelopment of the World Trade Center site in New York City. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. Happy to be here, Stuart. Let's start by talking about your career before uh, September 11th, 2001. How did you get from your planning degree to that point where you ended up being involved in the World Trade Center redevelopment? Um, sure. I, I received my MCRP degree back in 1975, a uh, very long uh, time ago. Um, when I graduated, I went to work for a transportation firm uh, for a brief period of time and then went to work for the Middlesex County Planning Board, uh, where I spent uh, six years. And we were located in the Elks Building on Livingston Avenue, diagonally across the street. <laughs> from where the Blaustein I remember uh, it well. uh, now is. Um, after six years at Middlesex County, uh, which is where I met my wife, who's also an MCRP uh, uh, alum from Rutgers, uh, I went to work for Lewis Berger um, and had a career of approximately 37 years at uh, Lewis Berger, uh, was acquired by WSP, another large engineering uh, consulting uh, firm back in 2018 um, and retired in 2019 from Lewis Berger. Gotcha. Um, well, we've gone, you know, we've talked about up to 9-11. Can you, it is about to be the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and uh, we'll see lots of commemorations of that. What are your recollections of that terrible day? Well, I remember it very well. Um, I was driving to work uh, that morning on the New Jersey Turnpike, and I have a view of the World Trade Center uh, as I'm driving to work. Um, and I could see the smoke uh, coming from the building at that point in time. Um, we had people in the World Trade Center that day. Part of Lewis Berger's business uh, had included kind of extensions of staff uh, where we had employees that were working uh, for and with the Port Authority in the Port Authority offices. And we had on the order of about 20, 21 people in the World Trade Center that day, both people that were assigned there, were working there with the Port Authority, as well as staff that were on their way to meetings uh, with Port Authority staff since Louis Berger um, did and, and WSP still continues today to do a lot of work with the Port Authority. So I immediately called one of our senior people on the staff uh, that was in, I knew in the building. Um, I was not able to reach him. Um, 
got to my office, which was then located in East Orange, New Jersey, and started calling people and trying to determine uh, where they were. Um, some people I was able to reach, others, uh, given the circumstances, I was not able to. And over the, the 24 hours since it took me till the early the next morning before I located the last person, uh, all of the, the staff that we had that either had been in meetings or uh, working in the World Trade Center were able to sell, safely get out, though it was until the next morning that we were able to verify that. Right. Oh, thank goodness for that. But wow, what, what what a memory there. I was in Washington at the time working in the White House complex and we could see the plane hit the Pentagon um, mm-hmm. that day. And uh, of course, we're worried that we were uh, among the, the possible targets that the people on Flight 93 ended up saving. So uh, also uh, very acute memories of, uh, of that time. Um, what was your role then? Uh, moving forward from that in, uh, in the redevelopment of the, uh, of the World Trade Center site? Sure. The, the Lewis Berger uh, as a company, as I mentioned, did a lot of work with the Port Authority. Um, we were, I believe, one of the real go-to firms uh, for the agency and continue uh, to, to be so. Um, we received a call a couple of days uh, after on 9-11, asking us to come meet with the Port Authority. Um, of course, their offices had been destroyed uh, at the World Trade Center. Um, the staff I met with were working out of the Tech Center, uh, which is located on the Jersey City Hoboken uh, border on 14th Street there. Um, and just a couple of days after 9-11, uh, we were in discussions with the Port Authority in terms of how we could help them uh, do the steps necessary to, to start planning uh, the recovery, um, to, to figure out where the staff was going to be and how they were going to work. Um, and from that day forward, uh, Louis Berger has been involved and continues to be involved uh, in, in the 9-11 uh, Recovery World Trade Center uh, project. Um, I'll also just very quickly add that Berger was also involved in the 1993 bombing. Um, after that event, which uh, tragically took a number of lives, including four Port Authority staff, um, we were asked to come in immediately and to help the agency assess the damages and to understand what the implications were to the agency uh, because those buildings were closed. Um, and we did that. I was the project manager for that work. And so there were many people at the Port Authority that remembered our involvement in that. And uh, it was um, it was good uh, to be back working with them uh, on now the 9-11. Not that it was good that the events took place, but uh, but it was important for us, the staff, uh, to help the, the Port Authority uh, move forward after this. Yeah, the the site that's up there now is 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 really impressive, and certainly our listeners should should go there and and, and check it out if they haven't yet. Um, I'm sure 
getting from there, you know, from from a point where uh, the site was essentially rubble um, to where we are now took uh, a lot of managing of relationships in addition to a lot of physical planning. Can you give us some idea of the scale of the project and your involvement? Um, sure. Uh, the you know, we, we were, as I just mentioned, involved in um, some of the demolition and clearing of the site. I believe that um, it was a $600 million effort um, to, to deal with the recovery and the clearing, the demolition um, on the site. Um, Berger received a program management contract uh, from the Port Authority uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, we, we, where we provided technical support to the Port Authority staff in uh, the planning, uh, dealing with environmental-related issues, and then ultimately overseeing uh, and assisting the Port Authority in overseeing uh, the overall redevelopment effort. Um, we still have staff working under that program management uh, contract uh, as they complete uh, the last phases of the work at the World Trade Center, but we've been involved from the very beginning. Um, the, the Port Authority uh, was uh, largely my client at Lewis Berger. I was the client manager uh, for the Port Authority, have managed multiple uh, projects for them and acted as the principal in charge, the overseer responsible for the contract uh, for the, uh, the redevelopment program management um, activities. And, and I do have to add program management is something that we did a lot of program management type work uh, for the Port Authority. It's something that I'm personally uh, very interested in, think it's a great field uh, for planners. Um, and uh, it gives us an opportunity to work hand in glove with the Port Authority staff. And, and they do have a tremendous talented uh, staff at the agency. Yeah, program management is a set of skills, I think, um, that really across all our programs, planning, policy, health administration, has relevance. I mean, there are skills that you learn in, in program management that are really widely, uh, widely applicable. Um, what were some of the big challenges you faced over uh, your time there? Well, the... Uh, the, the the scale of the project in and of itself um, is absolutely huge. Um, I haven't seen the final numbers, um, but I believe that we're, we're probably talking about a $20 billion uh, redevelopment effort um, that took place there. Um, and the other thing that was really, I, I thought, very incredible was the number of stakeholders that were involved in various aspects of the job, which added to the complexity, um, the task before the Port Authority uh, as the owners of the site to coordinate uh, with all of those various agencies, what was just an incredible and monumental effort. And the fact that the project is there today, almost completed, is a testament um, to, to their talents and capabilities and abilities um, to do that, J just to mention a few. Um, the Lower Manhattan Development Corporation, which was an agency that was created by New York State and the city of New York, uh, was a major player in the development of that 
Silverstein Properties, um, the the developer uh, that had just before 9-11 leased uh, the World Trade Center site and uh, had the ability to basically replace uh, the almost 10 million square feet of office uh, and retail space uh, that they had there uh, was a, a very major player. The MTA, given the fact that there was a subway line, the one and nine box that ran through the middle uh, of the site, uh, New York State DOT since uh, 9A, the uh, West Side Highway uh, uh, also was one of the borders uh, of the site. Uh, of course, the survivors, the families of 9-11, the museum, the memorial uh, foundation, the Performing Arts Center, the Greek wow. Orthodox Church. Uh, there were just so many stakeholders. And to each one of them, this was an, an incredibly important right. uh, project. Um, to make sure it got done and that it got done right. And the Port Authority coordinated all of those activities. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the things, you know, we talked about project management, a lot of, a lot of it is also managing people um, and managing relationships. And uh, that's not something that's easy to teach in graduate school necessarily. It, it's not, but I, I, the, the planners, I think, are uh, very well equipped um, to, to provide those kinds of roles because they're integrators. Right. They're integrators uh, by orientation, by training. And program management is really the integration of scope, schedule, and budget uh, and all the things that are connected to that. Well, let me pick up on that and ask you what advice you'd give our planning students in 2021. Um, it's obviously uh, been a while since you were in planning school, but you've got a, a lifetime of experience to draw upon. What what advice would you give them? Well, I, I believe that planners are well-equipped um, to, to serve the role of a program manager or to, to be in key positions on a program management team because of the various disciplines that all come together uh, in managing large, complex uh, projects like the World Trade Center redevelopment, Um, understanding the scope, uh, dealing with risk uh, and understanding what those risks are, dealing with all of the various agencies um, that have various uh, uh, stakeholdings uh, in the project, Scope, schedule, budget, that, that those are all things that I believe are, are important to planners to understand and, uh, and test their skills. Well, let, let me end by, uh, by asking you, looking back at your involvement in, in the 20 years since, uh, since 9-11, what you're particularly proud of, um, the accomplishments of yourself and Lewis Berger and the Port Authority. I, I think, you know, we're, since, since we're talking about 9-11 and that day, um, I walk around the World Trade Center site and I see what is there. Um, I had the advantage, if you can call that, of seeing this project at every one of its, of its key points, phases, when it was a great big hole in the ground, uh, when the planning efforts warned away and there were disagreements and discussions in terms of how to build and where to build it and where things should go, um, dealing with the environmental issues associated with the site, 
um, and all of the other issues, transportation and everything else that that went along with it. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, now to see it today and to be able to walk through the facility, whether you think uh, that the project was too expensive, uh, whether you think that it was too monumental, um, it, it is uh, a signature piece of architecture, uh, multiple pieces of, of signature architecture on the site. Uh, the memorial, I think, is tremendous, uh, very, very moving. Um, and I think it is a testament um, to the Port Authority, to its stakeholders, in terms of what they did to pull together and to get it done. Yeah, and again, anyone who hasn't been down there um, to, to Lower Manhattan, uh, I, I definitely urge to uh, to go down there. Um, this was a great talking with you, Jim. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much. And a big thank you to Amy Cobb and Karen Olson, our uh, production team. We're going to go back to weekly productions, we hope. Um, and so we will see you next week with another talk from another expert from the Blaustein School. Until then, stay safe.